Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bothell Amplified. Pastor Joe here. I am on vacation this week. I am with my family in Seaside, Oregon, uh, spending some time uh, to uh, rest and to be refreshed. And I'm so pleased that my dear friend, Joel Rodriguez, uh, was able to uh, share the message this week, uh, continuing our series, Everyday Prophecy. Uh, Pastor Joel uh, was serving here in Washington and now is in Honduras. Um, and we have been friends for uh, a very long time and continue to maintain that relationship even today. Um, I'm, I hope you uh, will be blessed by this message uh, as he draws from Second Kings, uh, challenging us to look at the systemic issues of our uh, societies, the inequalities, and the need for justice and how we feed and treat and care for one another. Uh, check out the sermon here. Hola, hola, mis amigos y amigas. Hello to everyone. Greetings from Honduras. I'm Pastor Joel Rodriguez, for the one who doesn't know me yet. Um, I've been having a wonderful time uh, writing a little about this uh, sermon that we're going to share today, which I decide to name it Fit Them. And of course, feel free to, to identify yourself, or if you have another title for it, you're welcome to do so, depending on your collective and personal experience. Talking about this um, text in the Old Testament, in the Second of Kings, we need to understand that the world around the prophet, which we read from the story, the prophet Elisha, um, it shows us tremendous and profoundly contradictions of a, an unequal society. On one hand, we found a corrupt and decadent ruling class that lives in luxury at the expense of the effort and sacrifice of the people. It's interesting that the prophet emerges as that dissonant figure and voice. Elisha knows and lives with a deep sense of solidarity and compassion toward the marginalized and outcast of his time. The story links us to the story of the multiplication of the loves and fishes that we found in Matthew chapter 14, when Jesus feels a great compassion for the people and then the miracle occurs. A man brought to Elisha the first fruits of bread, barely bread and fresh grain, high quality products that were not intended for the distribution to ordinary people. It's the best of the best what made the bread of the first fruits with new grain was a luxury for few. Leviticus 23, we found a priestly legislation. The first fruit uh, constituted one of the incomes of the clergy. So for Elisha, being a prophet represented having the respect and the, of the people, having the favor of some legislations, and at the same time, um, brought the suspicious of the rulers, as we would say, being between love and hate. So even above Elisha's privileges, he understands and connects with ordinary, humble, and impoverished people. He uses his privileged status by ordering his servant that all the new grain and high-quality bread be given to the people to eat. With his servant's incredulity, Elisha reminds him that Yahweh says they will eat and there will be leftovers. 
Indeed, the story ends by telling us that this is what happened. The people satisfied their hunger and even left over. God's promises are valid and truthful as long as we believe and we are determined uh, to share and to take the right actions, even if they seem sometimes illogical. It's a direct challenge for each of us. What are we willing to give? How does the voice of God resonate in us? How are we faced with others' pain? The reality, my friends, is that we live in a profoundly unequal continent where there is abundance for a few and misery and poverty for many. For example, Honduras, my country, is a place uh, of almost 10,000 pe million people, of which the 70% of the entire population lives below the poverty line. Of those 10 million people, the 60% lives in extreme poverty with less than 90 cents a day. Many of them, mostly young people, will try to achieve that American dream. Otherwise, they probably will end up asphyxiated inside of a trucker trailer at high temperatures at almost 40 degrees Celsius for several hours, trapped and forgotten as happened with the 46 migrants that died in San Antonio, Texas on the last uh, June 28th. Indeed, um, prominent corporation families and the government are not crying like the families who lost their loved ones on the past July 1st. We live in a world where the best bread and wheat are not given to the vast impoverished and forgotten majority. To the ecclesial communities of color, we are not given the best budgets or temples. Some of us have to wait and stand in line to receive a paper at the embassy to allow us to continue the work and ministry of Christ in the United States. Several women will continue to struggle for their rights to be respected and the freedom to choose over their bodies and lives. My friends, the prophet called us to give them food, to share, and God will work so that food, that grace, abounds for our bodies and grace our lives. The impoverished man does not think, the impoverished people does not think about the investment for the next month, but that what he or she or them are going to eat today. Let's not waste our time on absurd bureaucratic discussions. As a church, we got the challenge of being compassionate. We are here, giving the best we can. Keep those who do not have in your heart in mind. Let us give thanks for what we have. And let us ask for the courage to know how to let go of the things that limit us. Let's make sure that there is bread in abundance for everyone. You are doing an exceptional work. I've been hearing for every one of you that beautiful church called Bothell. But that doesn't mean that we cannot do, do better, right? Obviously, we can. So, 
sometimes we spend so much so much opportunities we waste them in endless discussions let us do what is right let us do it now feel challenged to be like the prophet Elisha um, from my heart from um, what it represents to be in this part of the world um, the necessity knocks every day at your door for many people more than the 60% like in Honduras there is so much work for the mission in your community go and reach to those places where apparently there are, there are no grace and you will find so much grace to fulfill your life let's be in touch with the ones that are segregated from society let us have a heart of a prophet let us feel and let us have compassion compassion is a very interesting word in Spanish it's a compound word con pasión compassion which means with passion everything we do let us do it with compasión with passion compassion gracias I know this has been a very brief sermon. I would like to share with you more closely. And uh, remember that I always keep you in my heart. Uh, one of my best experiences as a pastor has been sharing the word with you. But most of all, having our personal conversations on the aisles of the church. Let us remember to do and be the church of the road. Let us feed the people. And when we feed them, we also will be fed ourselves. That's how it works. Bendiciones. Blessings. All right. So again, a big shout out to Pastor Joel Rodriguez uh, coming to us from Honduras, uh, sharing a challenging message on how we look at the systemic injustices and inequalities here uh, in our societies and how we as people of faith might be called to um, address those issues. Uh, next week, we're going to continue on this series, uh, continuing to look at our prophets of the Hebrew scriptures. We're going to turn to Ezekiel uh, next week. And so I uh, look forward to that. In the meantime, have a wonderful wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>